0: Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Lift off. Welcome to the Motivate Me to Run podcast, episode zero zero four. This is Coach Alex. And today I want to cover some of the main lessons I learned in my fat to New York City marathon journey. Don't forget, our episodes are referred to as the Marathon Mile, meaning that we want to share with you the motivation you need, encourage you on your way, and provide those critical running tips to help you on your own running journey, all in the time it takes to run a mile. All right, before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to go through and share a couple comments we received from our last episode when we were asking the question to you Are you a runner? I'd encourage you to go back, take a listen to that. Melissa said this At one of my son's baseball games this last summer, a woman in her 50s or 60s started up a conversation with me. Asking what I did last weekend, I told her I had a race that I had run. She said, Oh, Well, my daughter is a real runner. She runs half marathons all the time. I just nodded and said, that was wonderful. That phrase has stuck with me. A real runner? What is a real runner to me? Maybe not a real runner to someone else. So a person who runs a 5K in 28 minutes isn't a real runner? They can run faster than me. I think a real runner is someone who runs. Well, thank you, Melissa, for sharing that with us. How often do we hear these kinds of comments that someone compares us to a real runner? I love how you finish this up, that really a real runner is someone who runs. Also, Nikki, thank you so much for writing as well. And she summarizes it as well as anyone can. She says, I am a runner. You know, that's what I wanna hear. I want us to be able to know that you don't have to run a five-minute mile. You don't have to run uh, a marathon. You don't even have to run a half marathon. Right now, with where you're at, with what you're doing, you've come so far on your journey. Don't let anyone take that away from you. You are a true runner. Well, now I want to get into the topic at hand. As I shared in episode one, when I started r- running in January 20. 15, I was 100 pounds heavier than I am today. But now as I record this, I'm just days away from running in the New York City Marathon. If you would have asked me 10 years ago if I ever thought I would run in the New York City Marathon, I probably would have laughed at you. It wasn't on my bucket list because quite honestly, I would have never thought it was something I could do. But today, it's just being those days away I am excited, I am nervous, but I wanted to share a few things that I've learned along the way, and I thought it might be helpful to you, because these key lessons, as I've learned and as as I continue to learn, there's no place in any way, shape, or form that that I think to myself that I've arrived as a runner. I've learned some really key things about myself and about running that I think could be applicable to myself and applicable to you as well. Now let's go ahead and jump right in. All right. The first one, it may sound a little bit trite, but I want to work through this. Find your reason to not quit. Once you have determined what drives you and your running and your training, it will be harder to stop. Quite honestly, there's so many people that will dedicate themselves to running a marathon because someone else said, hey, come run with our group. But the problem is that may not get you very far. Now, I'm not going to say that it won't get everyone very far, but it may not get many people very far because it's not your own ingrained reason. You know, someone reminded me of this just the other day when I was going through and sharing my story of where I've been and where I've come to, I explained to them essentially that drive, that determination. And they said, you know, I can hear in your voice and what you're saying. that something that you have ingrained inside of yourself, flip that switch in your brain so that when adversity comes, I don't even have to make that decision whether I'm going to run or chase after my goal or not. My decision has already been made. So I would encourage you as you go through and as you are searching through your why, and I'm not saying it has to be some kind of philosophical reason, but as you determine what is the reason that you and that you want to reach your goal of whether it's running a marathon or whether it's a half marathon, a 10K or whatever it is, once you've found that reason, that can be what helps drive you day after day. So when it's raining, you get out of bed and you get it done. Even if it's not something you want to do that day because you found your why. All right. Something else I've learned as well. You need to understand it's going to be a gradual process and it's going to take some time. I look back on this and I, and I see back in January of 2015. And as as I mentioned, being a hundred pounds heavier than I am today, I had to realize that it took me years to get to the pre weight before I even started to run. So why would I even think that in a couple of months I would be able to run a marathon? Maybe even be able to run a half marathon. Why would I even think I'd be able to drop the weight just like that? I'm not going to say that there there very well could be a couch to marathon program out there. And I have no idea. I'm not singling it out or putting it down if there is, but it can be smarter to take your time to allow your body to adapt to the stresses you're exerting on it. I'd encourage you to go back and listen to episode two, where we talk about the stresses that your body and the adaptations that your body undergoes when you're starting to run. And you understand that that as you continue to build up your miles, as you continue to become a stronger runner, it's going to take miles and miles, days, weeks, and months, and maybe even years to get to a point where your body is able to handle the stresses of a marathon. I say this, it's been, uh, I guess, almost four years, and I'm getting ready to run my third marathon, but I believe it's because of taking small steps, That I've been able to uh, be more successful. And besides, there are so many that just decide one day that they're gonna run a single marathon and that they're gonna do it. And very often they train up and they do run that marathon. But I've also heard so many of those as well having a one and done attitude. They run that marathon and they say, Why did I do that? I can't believe I did it, but I'm never gonna do that again. Instead, I found allowing yourself to enjoy the journey, run it well, will give you a hunger to run more. I've also learned as well to break my training and races down into stages. One could even say baby steps. And this very much goes along with a prior tip as well that I shared. It's going to be a process, a gradual process. Well, if you are to take your process of building up to that marathon distance or whatever your goal is. If you work your way step-by-step through from race to race, you'll be able to build yourself as a stronger 5K runner. And then maybe as you start building for your 10K distance and then you start building for your half marathon distance and then your full, you can start seeing that progression. You build your miles and you get to the point where you can run that 5k safely without injury. And then you can build up your miles for that next step. And then the next step, again, this goes back to that last goal that we were just talking about, or that last tip that what, what it does, instead of trying to build your mileage all the way up to where you think you need to be for that marathon distance, what you're able to do is take those baby steps to be able to get there safely and get there in a more structured way. All right, let's go on to the next step. Note that setbacks will happen. I've learned to move through them and not quit. Honestly, at the end of the day, there's a good likelihood that you might get injured. As you continue to run, as you continue to work through, even as you're trying to hopefully strength train, as you're trying to cross train and do all these other things that good runners should be doing, there's a very good chance because let's face it 65 to 80% of runners every year are going to struggle with some kind of injury. That's honestly a terrible statistic, but as you have those one step forward, two step backs that happen in your training, it's not something that we desire, but it's something that is a part of the overall picture. I still remember my tears even earlier this year when I had a severe Achilles injury. And I remember the pain and I remember the struggle that I dealt with. But because I had that goal, I worked through it. I put in the time of rehabilitation and I learned to run another day. So another goal of uh, to have another race scheduled that I'm training for. If you always have some kind of goal in mind, you have something to train for. And so as you go from one step to another, as you schedule a 5K and then you look at your 10K, look and see how long it's going to take for you to train up for that next race. And then find out if you can schedule and register for a race that you can be training for and keep your mind focused on. The goal is to be able to know that your training has an end goal. And every time you have that end goal, you know you're working towards something. Before we continue on, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Grade 8 Virtual Races. Are you looking for your next race to help keep you motivated in your training goals? Use virtual races to keep you moving forward and help meet those goals, whether you're trying to lose weight or just add to your medal collection. Now is the time to sign up to virtually run across California and prepare for their next race. Don't forget you can register, receive a bib, run your race, submit your time, and receive a beautiful large medal just for completing it. Go out to grade8virtualraces.com slash motivate. That's grade 8, the number 8, virtualraces.com slash motivate. Let's get back to our list. We're nearing the end of our time, but let's see if we can quickly finish this up. Include running specific strength training into my training plans. Going back to what we just said just a few minutes ago about that uh, those injuries. The goal for runners, because it's a very repetitive exercise, About 2,000 steps per mile, you're running more and more miles every week. You start to see how many steps you're taking and the repetition that keeps happening over and over and over again. You need to learn how to strengthen your kinetic chain for injury prevention. We'll get into more about what running specific strength training is in other uh, episodes, but we're not trying to build bulk. Uh, We're trying to be very careful to Uh, add exercises that will make us stronger runners, not just strength training in general. And then finally, I also learned my own recovery techniques. I learned how to incorporate recovery into my training, whether it be using a foam roller for self-massage and speeding up my recovery, whether it was uh, using compression socks to help with blood flow after a tough workout and speed up my recovery. Honestly, whatever you find that works for you to help speed up your recovery and keep you fresh and keep you ready to run the, that next set of miles. All right, please feel free to reach out to me, email me at Alex at motivateme com. You can check us out at motivateme run.com as well. You can also find us at, on Twitter at motivateMe to run and you can also join our Facebook group titled Nothing Else but Motivate Me to Run. I learned that I could run a marathon. It took time to build up my endurance, my strength, my aerobic system, and my ability to sustain that amount of stress. But I learned, or should I say, I'm continuing to learn. Each and every run, each and every race, and each and every day, you too can do it. Are you willing to put in the work? Happy running, guys. Until next time, goodbye.